All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this electrifying and invigorating and sexual episode of the Geek Garage podcast. Ooh, that's a lot to promise. The most inclusive and accessible nerd culture audio program on the interwebs. I'm your host, David, and joined with me as per usual is my co-host, Amanda Frack Eiler. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am, uh, well, we just listened to that tasty uh, less than 60 <laughs> second song bling track. Um, you are hyped. Yeah. So now uh, now we're rearing, ready to go. Um, do it. I uh, came prepared. Yeah. Did you see my shirt? Uh, yes, I did. Um, it is, it, what's your favorite holiday movie? And it has ghost face on it. It's it does. like the, the ugly sweater style uh, of the um, the Because everything needs to be ugly sweater style. I have determined. Exactly. I don't. I don't have any ugly sweaters. Any unironic or ironic ugly sweaters. Okay. Uh, Do you I, have any t-shirts that are styled like the ugly sweater theme? Because I prefer the t-shirt just because I'm hot. <laughs> I, I mean, no, that is a great alternative. The short answer is no. Um, <laughs> Do you have any Christmas shirts at all? Yeah. I, I, okay. Well, so I think all the ones that I have uh, are homemade. <laughs> Like I made them myself. Like nice. There's one um, I found. You have uh, that ability. That's nice. Yes, I have. I have the tools. Um, if you build it, it will come in my closet. I'll come in my closet. Um, <laughs> not all the time though. Just special occasions. Uh, but I found a, a fun clip art of Jack Skellington with a Santa hat. Nice. Um, and it kind of looks like a like a a sketch. Kind oh, of, um, yeah. it's a it's a very fun illustration, but um, yeah, I blew it up big and I put it on a, um, a baseball tee um, or a raglan, as they're also known. And uh, yeah, and I got that. And then I have like another Santa one that's like a oh, what is that style um, where it's got like all the intricate designs and cutouts and stuff. Hmm. Um Sounds like you had to work really hard for that one. Uh, yeah. If you were doing the cutting out and the yeah, I uh, the crickets are right. Yeah, the the whole weeding process. I want to call it circuit so bad, and that's not what it is, (laughs) and it bothers me to the core. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's called a cricket. I don't know why. Um, I don't know because the mascot's cricket. I don't know. It's all I got. It, it is, but I don't know what, or what crickets have to do with cutting things. But we'll, we'll just go with it because we yeah. have no other choice. Fair. Um, anyways, so... Tangent aside. Uh, right. Yeah, it always seems like we... That's a, all I do. I just want you to know. Right. All I do is tangent. Well, like, we start off and just right off the bat go off the rails mm-hmm. but at least we're up front about it and like there we hide nothing yeah there are no secrets it's what you're gonna get yeah uh it's only uh downhill from here yeah so if like someone were to be tuning in for the first time or the first time in a while i'm sorry if they can get through the first like five minutes we might like, go somewhere we're like the first episode first season of the office if you can get every through, time, <laughs> the first five to ten minutes of our uh, every episode is like the first season of the op- office. If you can get through that, the rest of it is pretty much smooth sailing, with the exception of like Scott's tots and oh. the episode where Michael finds out that he's the mistress and Andy forces him to confront oh, God, the husband. Go to the baseball game. 
Yeah, and he's like, baseball! He's like, oh, you know what really makes me happy is when the coach loves his wife. And I'm like, come the fuck on, Andy. Sit your candy ass down. <laughs> Fucking freak. Fucking Andy. <laughs> Seriously. God like demon Andy. The only time that I ever... Speaking of going off on tangents, um, don't bring up uh, bring up the office because I will never. Show but it. we always do, yeah. so here we it's are. It's inevitable. If you don't like the office, this is not the podcast for you. And I don't mean this episode; I mean just in general. Yeah, it's yeah the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll we'll just skip over that and get to get to the meat, right? The meat and taters. Um, what did we decide I, to talk about for this episode? We're talking about holiday movies because it's holiday time. Yeah. If you're listening to this in real time. And if not, we're going to talk about holiday movies anyway. So <laughs> yeah, it's going to be can, fucking fine. You can listen to this uh, or now. now or you can wait six months and celebrate Christmas in July uh, and listen to it then. There or, you go. Or you can do both. Um, you know, support. I've heard podcasts. that listening to this podcast on repeat 24 seven is really good for you. So. Saying that, uh, you saying that made me think of like the Russian troll farms. I saw, <laughs> well, like I saw a a streaming farm. Like, are you familiar with like like streaming farms and troll farms? Apparently and, like, not. Data farms and stuff. No. So like the, they're just big um, warehouses full of people um, on computers or devices that, uh, and you pay them to stream or watch or listen or uh, whatever to your stuff, your material to increase the, the, the view, the views. So it boosts you in the algorithm. Um, and so, so, so you're telling me that all these fuckers out there with all these millions of likes and followers are just bullshitters. No, never would have known. I <laughs> never would have guessed. Uh, I'd imagine some of them are, but, they were the rich fuckers that weren't going to get anywhere anyway because they're paying somebody else to listen to them. Uh, I think that's the case with some. It's probably not as much as you think. I, maybe I'm just giving, maybe I'm just being too generous. And uh, how many hours of the Joe Rogan podcast does Jamie actually have to listen to? Just 24 7 on repeat just to get Joe Rogan's numbers up? <laughs> Uh, jokes considering it's the number one he don't need no help in the world he don't um, need no help yeah no yeah there's there's no help needed for that but yeah anyways i saw holidays a movie um yeah it was like uh this big hallway and there were like stands like like this microphone stands uh-huh. the, the tall ones um with a like a phone clip to hold your phone and it was just rows and rows and rows of these stands holding phones and they were all streaming stuff like and watching stuff. And I was like, holy shit. Like I've heard about it, but I've never actually seen it IRL or a video. On the interwebs. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Huh. I was, I was like, it is. Yeah. It was just one of those holy shit moments. So. I know that they don't pay enough. <laughs> I want that to be my job. <laughs> it would be, interesting um just because i don't want to keep doing mine (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's it that's like uh anything anything but this please that's right thanks not the podcast like my my day job yes yes your your day job where you get to help help old fogies see again 
which you would think would be nice and heartwarming and you're doing good for the world and it gets old fast. Oh, but he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Man, they're ungrateful. Anyway, anyway, we're not somewhere. Yeah. Um, tis the season to be nice. Uh, and we're going to be nice for like five minutes. And then next week we are going to let it rip. <laughs> Because next week is our fucking Festivus for the Rest of Us episode. Hell yeah. Uh, which will probably mark one of the very few, like, traditions or annual traditions for the podcast. Nice. Um, it'll be the second annual Festivus episode. Um, Zach, uh, Zach Rancourt from the Don't Be Crazy podcast was on uh, last year. Shout out to Zach. Um, and we had a lot of, lot of fun doing it. Um, it wasn't like I was expecting it to be where we just shit on everything Mary. Like we, like we kept it civil, Okay, but we did air our grievances as uh, that's the holiday as uh, Mr. Costanza like to put it mm-hmm. fast of us for the rest of us. I can't do a very good George. Cause uh, that was actually really pretty good though. Uh, uh, I don't know his dad's name. Uh, Mr. Costanza. Yeah. There you go. Costanza senior. <laughs> Sure. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Um, Maybe only, we'll find out for next week. If only I had uh, a secret weapon to unlock the unknown the knowledge in the palm of my hand. Um, but I'm not going to do that. Because um, I'm trying to get the podcast back on track. Um, never going to happen. Never. Never. Um, so. Movies. Yeah. Holidays. So you actually came up with quite a few like talking points. For, for this episode, you wanna you wanna kind of kick it off and talk, uh, let our listeners know what we're gonna be talking about specifically with holiday movies. Sure. So I mean, there's the movies from when you're a kid mm-hmm. that like yeah, the we'll just, we'll start there. We'll start there, like the classics, and then yeah. like you get a little older, and you may work retail hell or you may not, and you may still like Christmas or you may not. And then you reach this point where you get an adult job and you kind of come back to Christmas mm-hmm. and you kind of dive in yeah. or a pandemic happens and you dive in because <laughs> what the fuck else is there to do? Exactly. And then you might just like horror year round and you might like Christmas movies that also involve horror. Right. Some of them are good. A lot of them are fucking terrible, but that's fine. Just like Christmas movies. Some of them are really good. Some of them suck up real big balls. Yeah, and, but some of, like, I have a couple in here that I watch because they're bad. Like, they're so bad, they're good. Okay, you want to start there? Uh, I think I think you had the right idea, starting with the childhood movies. Okay, right. Starting with the nostalgia. I, I, right. I like I like that it's idea. what Christmas is, honestly. Yeah, like, it, you know, it's tradition, it's, you know... Um, yeah, it's, it's about family and, you know, the cyclical nature of fucking growing up and shit. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm not, I'm no Bill Shakespeare tonight. I'm, <laughs> uh, it's fine. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's. So what were your, your, your childhood favorites? Did you have? I, yeah, I had, uh, I had a lot, uh, not a ton. Um, okay. But I had some serious mainstays, and these uh, a lot of these are movies that I would just watch all year long with okay. Ben and Josh, my my two younger brothers. Uh, what you got? Um, I'd say the most popular was Home Alone one and two. Obviously, yeah. Because uh, how the fuck? No, no, no. Hang on. You can't just say Home Alone and then not talk about Home Alone. 
Yeah. We're going to talk about this shit. Yeah. Because it might be some of the best movies ever. Yeah. So so I take it this is on your list. Oh, yeah. Well. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. How uh, how is it? How is it not? I mean, you don't get more OG than fucking Kevin McAllister. Exactly. Yeah. We already packed the rubber sheets. Look what you did, you little <laughs> jerk. That fucking uncle. I want to punch him in his goddamn throat. He's such a dick. Yeah. Also, back when Domino's was good. Like, I don't... Maybe they're good again, like, but... They have come back around a little bit. Yeah? Okay. A little bit. Good to know. Um, Because, fuck. Yeah. Shit's like, terrible. And everybody loves it. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, I get this sheep. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I understand that. Broke-ass motherfucker. I get it. Mm-hmm. I ain't eating cardboard. Yeah. And that's what it was for... A very long time it is very much one of those pizzas that the second it starts to drop in temperature done you you might as well be eating soggy french fries yeah you know just kill yourself it has gotten better (laughs) that's good i mean relative it's still gonna be bottom tier yeah now where where does it rank uh for (laughs) going off the rail sorry uh where does it rank for um for you with uh little caesar's Below or below, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you- I don't know. I I'm fine with Little Caesars. I know what I'm gonna get, and it's genuine, generally consistent with Little Caesars. Sure. Like you know what you're gonna get no matter what. Mm-hmm. Domino's can be anywhere on the freaking spectrum. Okay. Sometimes you can have it, good and point. it's really good. Like, you're like, okay, I can eat this. This is tolerable. Right. And other times, ninety percent of the time, I'm like. Where's the fucking trash can? I'd rather just not eat. And I'm a fat kid. Exactly. That, that, that's what I do. What would you rather have? A medium amount of good pizza or a large amount of pretty good pizza? Medium amount of really good pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take the one size. Thank you. Pizza by Alfredo. Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. The Pizza by Alfredo guy is here. You don't have to say it like that. I said it normal. Anyways, so back to <laughs> uh, so so what is it uh, about this movie that was like so fucking lit? Was it was it just the ideal situation for a kid come to life where I think like, so you're abandoned and for a second you're like I'm Hell home alone yeah. and then you're like I'm fucking oh. home alone yeah. like and I can gen- genuinely see that from a perspective of having a million people mm-hmm. live in the house where your dad is, let's face it, part of the mafia. Yeah. Um, th- there's no other, there's no other explanation. And, um, they could afford that fucking house. Yeah. With oh, one wait, or to send that many people to fucking Paris. Exactly. Yeah. Like how and Ew. why? Yeah. 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 Um, also I can think of like a lot more places that I'd like to go to than than paris but that's another <laughs> that's another conversation uh, uh, um everybody that was there didn't want to be there either so <laughs> yeah they looked well i mean granted they did leave one of their kids at home <laughs> so that kind of put a damper on things i think it was the rain that really killed it though yeah i think if it i think if they had set the movie in paris it had been like beautiful kevin's mom probably still gave a shit mm-hmm nobody else would have gave one fuck right now um what do you have a favorite between 
Home Alone 1 and 2, do you have a preference? The first one is the best one. Okay. I like this. Like, it's almost even. It's almost right there. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. But the first one has to be the best one. In this case. I think, I think, technically speaking, or I guess objectively speaking, it probably is the better made Mm -hmm. of the two movies. Do you enjoy the second one more? I'd have to rewatch to refresh my memory. It has been a year or so since I've seen them. Fair. But I do remember when I was a kid and I would watch them incessantly throughout the year, not just Christmas time. um, I did like the second one a tiny bit more because... It gets into it a lot faster. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And it had the second one had the talk boy. Yeah. Did you ever own a talk I did boy not. Or a talk girl? I always wanted one though. Yeah. They made a, a version always. for girls. And of course it had to be pink or else it was illegal. Exactly. Because yeah. it they has to, to be fucking Yeah. They had to call it a talk girl. Yep. Those sexist fucking pigs. Um, it was one or other. Wasn't any of this melding shit. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, how marketable is it if it was called a talk person? <laughs> Would you like to buy a talk person? Is is that the like China Timu version of the talk boy? <laughs> I'm sorry, the Wish version would be the Wish oh version. I fucking hate that site. Like, like sometimes I see. I've like, bought so much shit off of it. It's really? not. Yes, I have recently. Like everybody's Christmas like stocking stuffers oh, all came from that's cool. It was actually pretty good. It's fine. Now the predecessors before it, like Wish and some of those other that's sites, where I got burned. That's where you got burned. Yeah, Timu is actually as long as you read the dimensions and the description, right? Convert the centimeters to inches. Mm-hmm. Because that's what gets you. Because you yeah. think centimeters are going to be bigger and it's not. Nope. And you get real They're pissed a lot real quick. Smaller. Um, but if you actually read the dimensions and bring out like a paper and ruler and like draw out how big something is. Mm-hmm. Or just fine. Get, get yourself a ruler or measuring tape. Like pretty much any fucking measuring tape that has inches on one side and centimeters, centimeters on, on the other. other. There you go. Bada then you don't have to do math. You just. It's right there. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like Home Alone, it's the tits. It is. Uh, it we, is. It's I, it's a must to this day every year. Yeah, one and prefer and two preferably because they are. I do love. I do love two. Mm-hmm. But if I can only watch one, it's gonna be the first. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I I, I need to rewatch them. Um, I'd say Charlie is probably right there at the appropriate age right now. Yeah. To to sit down and watch it with him. It is kind of hard to get him to sit and watch something because he loves to be doing things at the same time. Like same. He, he has to have multiple things going on same. at once. Uh, I get but, it. Uh, yeah, he, he. I'd say he's at the appropriate age now, um, given the uh, the old ASD spectrum business. Um, but yeah, uh, so Home Alone. Um, yep. I got the Muppets Christmas Carol. Yep. 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 Uh, the one with. Uh, Michael Caine. Yep. My name is Michael Caine. <laughs> Can't really do a good Michael Caine impression either. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street, the n- quote unquote newer one, the, the, the one that's in color that they redid in the, like the mid nineties or, okay. um, I, I don't think I've ever seen that movie in any version. Uh, I have not seen the the original one, the, yeah. the one that's in black and white. Yeah. I think I've seen bits and pieces of it, mm-hmm. but 
I I think my mom tried to show it to me when I was a kid and I was mm-hmm. obsessed with, you know, the the remake or whatever, right. the one that's in color. And, you know, how kids are like, it's black and white gross. Like, yeah. get that shit out of my face. Um, but now I'm like, mm, auteur, <laughs> black and white. <laughs> what a throwback. <laughs> Shallow and pedantic. Uh, um, but yeah, um, like the, the scene where uh, the, the little deaf girl goes to sit on Santa's lap mm-hmm. and um, like he smiles and he starts signing, like gets me every time. Like even right now talking about it, like I'm getting chills. Like I'm just like, oh my God. Like it gets me every fucking time. Like it's mm. the, the the cutest thing in the entire world. Um, very very adorable. Um, Love it. It's just a, a wholesome Christmas movie, you know. Like like they take Santa to court, and <laughs> who takes fucking Santa to court? I, I can't remember what the circumstances are. Yeah, like I, I think he accidentally in, injured someone. Like when someone was like trying to pull off his beard, and it's fucking real. Mm. And I. I don't quote me on that. I Something happens, but like... Fair. He ends up in court and like he has to prove he's like the real Santa. And then all of a sudden be- everyone believes and they're like, oh my God, Santa's real. You know. Um, yeah. It's just it's just wholesome, good holiday fun. Um, and then the Santa Claus, of course, with Tim Allen. Yep. Um, the, so good. Yes. So um, good. Uh, I usually sleep naked, but naked. <laughs> oh, hi there. Um, so Tim Allen, was your world shattered when you were a child and you were like, oh my God, he's just dirty stand up. Like, did you have this? Cause like I was obsessed with home improvement. I was obsessed with like the Santa Claus and like all this like nice kid, wholesome stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like you learn that he's like did comedy that was just raunchy as shit. And you're like. Same thing for like Bob Saget, and you're like, yeah. It, I, I'd say what more is happening for, to my world? I'd say more for Bob Saget. More for Bob Saget. It, I will give you that because you like, can see it. Tim like borderlines. Sure. That. I. But yeah. yeah. But Bob Saget, like, no. <laughs> Danny Tanner, no. Yeah, uh, that was that was more funny to me than anything. Okay. Because uh, I found out I was via, slightly crushed. Uh, the, the aristocrats. <laughs> Uh, the the movie. Did uh-huh. you ever see that? Uh-huh. Um, the animated one, right? No, that's the Aristocats, the <laughs> Disney movie. <laughs> no, I have no clue. I'm what talking you're talking about, about the Aristocrats. It's <clears throat> it's like a uh, 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 like a 90 minute comedy documentary. Oh, okay. Like, no, I haven't seen that. It's called like the Aristocrats, the the best joke ever told, or something like that. Oh, okay. And it's it's about the um you know the the same joke. It the point is to try and tell it. For as long as you possibly can. Uh, and it has okay. the same opening and same closing. But whatever you do in the middle is... Whatever. Uh, Dwight tells it uh, during Beach Day on The Office. Oh! Where he says... Or he's like... So this family goes into a talent agency. And the guy is like... Okay, describe your act to me. And he says something really, really raunchy. And then at the end, he's like, what do you call yourselves? And he's like, we call ourselves the aristocrats. Ha ha ha. It's the punchline is not part of it. Okay. 
the whole point is to be as fucking filthy and disgusting as you possibly can. Okay. Um, and Bob Saget, he closes out the documentary. Like he's about to literally go on stage to do stand up, and he's backstage like telling his version of it. And um it's just being absolutely disgusting. And it's it's pretty funny. Wow. Um but yeah, the 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 movie has like all these different comedians and stuff, all you know, famous comedians. Nice. Um, so, anyways, sorry. sorry. Um, so yeah, the Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus was great, though. Yeah, like it was such a good idea. Yeah, like, premise. I don't know. It's probably been done before. I don't know, but I it mean, was fantastic. Yeah, like like the whole the whole idea of it. Like you said, it like Santa falling off your roof. That's fucking funny. It is hilarious. He, he like he dies, but he dis he then he disappears yeah. and leaves his suit behind. And he's like, "Well, you got to put on the suit." Um, and then he's like, "Oh, I de- delivered presents last night. That was a weird dream." No, it turns out you're fucking Santa. And then like <laughs> the next year, he gets really fucking fat and like he's like trying to lose weight and he can't go into the the doctor scene where he's like, "I just can't." He like, moves the bell and you're like, "This is." <laughs> hilarious the scene where like he gets apprehended by the police (laughs) and he's like okay calvin i'm going to say a name and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind he's like scott calvin he's like santa claus scott calvin chris kringle scott calvin Like, I swear to God, me and my brothers would rewind that shit like 7,000 mm-hmm. times uh, and, and watch it repeatedly. I'm sure my mom loved us for it. <laughs> <laughs> but just like, Papa, she's like funny, funnier than the first thousand times that we watched it. Yep. And then we watched some more. Yep. Um, but yeah, that movie, fucking classic. Um, you know, some of the sequels were kind of touch and go, uh, but you know, nah. you can't beat the classic. All, 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 especially Christmas sequels. Mm-hmm. But generally all sequels yeah. are a little touch and go. For generally. Sure. Yeah. There's outliers. Yeah. But for the most part, you know what you're going to get. Right. And that's fine. Um, so yeah, there's that. There's the classic How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, now, is that the original? Yes. Like the 60s cart? Yes. Yep. Okay. The, the animated mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. directly ripped from uh, the book. Dr. Seuss. Yep. The Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's the best one. Fun fact, um, and you and or viewers, or sorry, listeners might want to punch me in the throat for saying this, but I have not seen the Jim Carrey live action version. That's fine. I I don't know why. I haven't purposely avoided it. I just uh like like I love Jim Carrey as an mm-hmm. actor. Um but I just for whatever reason, like when it came out, like I didn't see it and then I always forget about it and then I got older and I was like like do I continue to not watch it? <laughs> Is this one of those like I haven't you've gone so far in life without seeing it right. that you're going to die on that hill now? Yeah, it's like well okay. you got to stand for something. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. I didn't so the OG is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Cuz how the f- like it's amazing. Yeah. It's so good. The narration's good. It's everything good. What I didn't realize is that movie came out in the 60s. Yeah, that movie's And I didn't shit. know that mm-hmm. until I was 
doing research for this. And I was like, what the fuck? Just like a Charlie Brown Christmas. Didn't come out until the 60s. And I was like, oh, yeah. This is weird. Yeah, it, it is really weird to think about how yeah. old they are. But um, it's it's kind of cool. It's, it's a fine. I like it. Exactly. Because the 60s it. version of The Grinch is still the best. Because hand-drawn uh, cartoons and animation mm-hmm. are the fucking shit. It is. Like, they age so well because so much love and care was put into them when, mm-hmm. when they were done. Um, so that's why they hold up so well. It's the same thing with, uh, with, um, practical effects versus special effects. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll yeah, always Practical's always going to win. Yeah. The, Nine they'll times always out of look better because. It just will. Yeah. It's. Always. Yeah. And even if it's like shit from the eighties, you, you mm-hmm. just appreciate it more because someone took the time to figure out how to do that. Right. Without computers because computers yeah. weren't a fucking option. No. Yeah. So. I don't know. I like um, it. Yeah, so there's that. And then uh, Rudolph, the classic Rudolph, mm. uh, the, the stop motion okay. one. Um, love that one. Uh, the fucking um, abominable snowman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny. Um, so yeah. All the creepy claymation stuff. Yeah. Good for you. <clears throat> yeah, that was uh, that was fun. Man, um, that what about creeps you? creeps me out. Yeah. Um, Charlie Brown's Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Always, always a staple mm-hmm. since I was a kid. Um, Grinch. Yep. Because How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Amazing. Mm-hmm. The original is the best. I didn't like the Jim Carrey version when okay. it first came out. Because the first one was so near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. that I was like, what the fuck? And I wasn't a huge Jim Carrey fan at the time. Right. So that kind of. He had like some of the In Living Color stuff I really liked. Mm-hmm. Some of the stand up I liked. I didn't like at the time. I was a child and I didn't like Ace Ventura. I do n- some of it I like now, but a lot of his movies like, hey, well, I didn't like any of it. I was like, this is stupid. Uh, quick sidebar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> since you brought up Ace Ventura. Uh-huh. Did you know that the band, the heavy metal band that's playing in Ace Ventura 1, that's Cannibal Corpse? Really? And Jim Carrey picked them out specifically to be in the movie. He was like, I fucking love this band and I want them to be in the movie. And so he had his agent write to uh, the band's, um, I guess, agent or or promoter or manager or whatever. Um, And they were down for it, but their one request was that they didn't want to be shown in like a poor light like they didn't want to be made fun of right right, and jim carrey was like no like i fucking love you guys like you're gonna it's going to be a legit like concert scene and i'm gonna be in there and i'm gonna be dancing too and moshing and it's just gonna be a scene that takes place underground uh or underground a venue and they were like okay we're in and then like the day of shooting he goes like he takes the time to go to their trailer where they're all hanging out at he's like fucking cannibal corpse i love you guys and so like they had like nothing but great things to say about like jim carrey and how like he treated them and like also jim carrey was apparently like he went around to like talk to people and stuff and he was like one of the the few nice i've heard that he like on set is really good and like does that kind of thing Mm -hmm. isn't like his work is being insane. Mm-hmm. Well, we won't talk about him now. But 
his work then is just like that's his job and that's what he does and then outside of that like he's a really nice and humble and yeah that's what i've heard i right. like it anyways but yeah no sorry. i didn't like the movie as a kid i like it now okay um still not my favorite i'll still pick the original cartoon over it I'm going to assume you haven't seen the new Pixar Grinch. It came out a couple of years ago. Maybe it came out in 2020. Was it um, Pixar It's Benedict Cumberstatch's in it. <laughs> Cumberstatch. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> it's Cumberbatch, but I never call him that. It's always Cumberstatch. It's Bird, ba- Bird Box Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Bird Box, Box. Bandersnatch. <laughs> yep. Fucking Bird Box. That movie is dog shit. I didn't see it. It's fucking surprise. It's Sandra Bullock for like two hours, which is two hours too long, (laughs) talking to these kids like, boy, boy, stop it, boy, girl. Like, because she doesn't want to call them by their names. She's like, boy, girl. Um, Like, Sandra B, you better lock it up. Wrap it up, B. Yeah. Pause. There we go. Um... But yeah, the one with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. It's good. Okay. I like it. Uh, it's very, um, I don't know. Uh, I guess it's Pixar. But it's good. It's funny. It's different. And it's different than, like, of course, like, the story. The theme of the story is still all the same. Mm-hmm. But it's a different take on all of it. Okay. And it's good. I like it. It's cute. Yeah. Um... I need to Benedict watch it Cumberbatch is a great voice actor. Yes, like, he is. Did you know that he voices Dormammu in the first Doctor Strange movie? Like the big floaty head at the end? No. Yeah. Like, nice. like Dormammu, I've come to make a trade or whatever. Yeah. Like, and he gets killed like a thousand times in a row. Right. right, right. Um, yeah, he's like, why do you disturb my slumber? I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. That's from uh, The Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, not the no Lion that's King, aladdin aladdin my bad yeah <laughs> who dares disturb my slumber um i'm looking for a lamp <clears throat> that's not what he says or that's not what aladdin sounds like but anyway i love this version better can you just do a reenactment of the entire aladdin movie for me um Maybe not at the moment, but like. Yes. I knew I signed up for this for a reason. Yes. Uh, to watch me make an ass out of myself. Every day, all day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What's What else is on your list? Um, so there's this movie and I've only watched it as a kid. I've not seen it as an adult and it started as a book. It's called Prancer. Huh. And it's this little girl who finds a reindeer, like their family owns a farm or some shit. It's, I will say that it's been a very long time since I've seen this. Okay. And or read the book. Um, but it's a kid's book. It's a kid's movie. Um, but it's live action chick find this kid finds a reindeer surprise it's christmas uh turns out to be one of santa's reindeer and like santa comes down and takes the reindeer but it's this whole long story about how i think the reindeer's like hurt 
maybe it's i don't know so should have read a synopsis familiar. i don't i don't know if i've seen it yeah but i feel like i've maybe i know that it was a book that was very prominently featured at the scholastic book fair because that's where gotcha. i got it from gotcha. and i loved the God, book God and the movie was good scholastic book fair. i know i, I want one back. for adults Oh my God, book fairs for adults? How amazing would that be? It would be great. And I know people are like, well, you can just go to fucking Barnes and Noble. It's not the fucking same. No. It's good. It's got to be a pop up. It's good, but it's, yeah, it has to be. It has to be a pop up. Yeah, like pop up restaurants, those are cool. Yeah. But why what not about a, a Scholastic book book book? I don't know why Scholastic, if they're still a thing, hasn't done it yet. Yeah. Anyways, Prancer. Prancer. Yeah. Donner and Dickman. Yes. What else? Yeah. What else you got? Um, Gremlins. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. We, Gremlins great. Uh, did Did I remember correctly uh, that when we saw it last year, that was your first time seeing, Mm-mm. or was that the Goonies? That was the Goonies. Okay. Because cool. I was a horrible person. That was the first time I saw the Goonies. So oh it was no, great, I, I but... didn't see the Goonies until like five years ago. Okay, it makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah. I, it was it was at work, like back when I had a job that included an office. Right. Um, we we would occasionally have movie days where we would like during uh, you know cyclical times where our business was down, we would just put on a movie and and watch it. Man, I'm in the wrong field. As lo- I mean, granted, the the pay wasn't great. <laughs> Neither's mine. Right. And you can't unionize. Um, but uh, no, it was, uh, yeah, I, I didn't see it until like I was in my early 30s. Yeah. So don't no, I loved Gremlins as a kid. Um, I don't think I realized as much as a child. Like I knew it was a Christmas movie, but like Gremlins is one of those I'd watch any time of the year kind yeah. of a thing. It's it's got that vibe to it. So good. Yeah, it's it it probably does the best of like juggling the, or like writing that line mm-hmm. of being a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. but you can watch it anytime. Any time of the year. And like like everyone, you know, making the the argument for Die Hard. Like That's where we're we, going we, next. We've yep. discussed, you know, We'll touch on it briefly. You know, that argument's over. It is a Christmas movie. But, like, Gremlins is in a category of its own where, yeah. like, it just, it's a Christmas movie for sure. But, like, it's also just a great, like, sci-fi. Anytime, yeah. Yeah, like, great anytime, anytime. sci-fi movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And I think... And I put this on the list because I watched it a lot as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember it as an adult, mm-hmm. but Ernest Saves Christmas. Oh, shit. Because I loved all the Ernest movies as a kid. Me too. Have not watched any of them as an adult, so I don't I know to. how they stand up. Yeah. Uh, um, but I do remember, like, I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you one damn thing that happens in that movie. No. No. But I have very, like, I see it on a list of things. I'm like, oh, yeah, that movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, should watch it. Yeah, I know yeah. there was there was a whole slew of Ernest films, um, but really the only two that I would watch would be Ernest Scared Stupid and Ernest mm. Saves Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Ernest Goes to Jail is really good. Yeah, I did watch that one. Yeah, too, that one's really but good. Uh, not as. But the other uh, two are are, yeah. are probably the best. Yeah, because I'd say Halloween and Christmas are probably my my two favorite holidays. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah for sure and then my birthday when i try and score mushrooms and get stoned yep um 
Yeah. Cross his fingers. Hope for hope for this year. Um, we'll see. <laughs> Anyways, what uh I think I think that was that... it for for kid as I got older, um Nightmare Before Christmas became a thing. I didn't... Okay, so here's the thing. And this is going to sound really weird because I have part of a Nightmare Before Christmas tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, for people that don't know, I have a half sleeve. And it's the Nightmare for Christmas Hill with the big moon and everything behind it. Except mm-hmm. it's got... Jo- I replaced Jack and Sally with Joker and Harley. Because yeah. can't have what everybody else has. So there you go. Yeah, I gotta um, But it is the Nightmare for Christmas Hill. And I love Nightmare for Christmas now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> hated it as a child and i think it's because i didn't like claymation gotcha. as a child it was very creepy and terrifying to me mm-hmm. and most claymation still is like the rudolph and the the snowman and all the claymation stuff of that i ain't watching that shit it's i i can see like i i liked it mm-hmm. um i can definitely see an argument for not liking it because it creeps you out mm-hmm. it's, very, it's very unnatural it is like the the stop motion meets claymation yeah it's yeah um i'd be very interested to show you a movie called mad god okay um it is it's like it's not even 90 minutes i want to say it's like maybe 75 80 minutes mm-hmm. but it feels like 3 hours oh god <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you shouldn't show this to me yeah. i'm going to fall asleep i can guarantee it the director he was one of uh, like there weren't many people that worked on this movie with him mm-hmm. um it took him like 20 years to make it because he started it and uh he he worked on it for like a year or two and then some life terrible life shit happened to him mm. and then he picked it back up like 15 years later just mm-hmm. like he was like you know what i'm gonna finish it and like i think it should be required viewing at least for horror fans because it is horror okay. um but yeah it's it's some of uh, the the craziest and best stop motion claymation I've ever seen. It's fucking disgusting. Um, and okay. sometimes you feel like you're going to barf. Uh, <laughs> but it's, okay. it's, it's amazing. Like, okay. I, I know I'm really selling it right now. Um, it, it's it's like the same reason why I tell people to watch Skinamarink. Is mm. just because like it. I feel like if you're a, uh, a, not to sound pretentious, but a connoisseur of film and not just a, a consider yourself a consumer mm-hmm. um, or a avid watcher. Uh, yeah, like it's it's just an exercise in like watching something new. Okay. You know, and, and challenging your perspective. So okay. anyways. Um, Fair enough. I think that same thing with christmas vacation national lampoon's christmas vacation Mm -hmm. i didn't like it as a child love it as an adult so i i can meet you halfway here okay i didn't watch it until i was an adult i didn't didn't see it for the first time until like two years ago like when um zach uh was my Mm co-host for um like half a year um he he loves that movie. He said it was his favorite Christmas movie of all time. Okay. And he wanted to do an episode on it. And I was like, well, that's perfect because I have never seen it. And give me an opportunity to finally watch Different it. Different perspectives. Love it. It is now officially my favorite. It is mine too. Yeah. Uh, I... In terms of... Especially in terms of uh, like live action, like 
not necessarily adult oriented because it's like there are some adult themes. Yeah. But only because they got away with so much shit under a PG title in the 80s. Like Jaws is like rated G. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's PG, but I mean, that's just because there was no other rating but PG back when Jaws came out. And then when PG-13 came out, they're like, we don't know what to do with this. So they're like, boobs? Not having sex, but it's boobs? Boobs, let's go. Yeah. Like, like, in Christmas Vacation, he's shopping for his wife. The girl, (laughs) she literally hikes up her skirt to show him how high rise her like her her bong yeah like uh, he's yeah. like hmm, merry christmas to me uh-huh <laughs> what he says but it's like chevy chase in that movie is so fucking funny yeah and all of the terrible shit that happens to elaine and her boyfriend or husband i know that's not her character's name that's her, yeah <laughs> that's her name from seinfeld uh, Julia Louis <laughs> Dreyfus, and uh, I don't know the. I don't. I don't know who the name. actor who the dude is. Uh, I don't yeah, know I've who never Todd. seen him before in my life. Um, Why but... is the carpet all wet, Todd? <laughs> Just every. I don't single, know, Margot. Every single fucking thing that happens to them is out the of this best. world, fucking hilarious. And the like, fact that they made them such pretentious doucheholes <laughs> makes it. 20 times better because if exactly. it was somebody that you liked right it and somebody work. that was nice and wholesome yeah you'd be so pissed at this family but they're such trash that you're like <laughs> exactly. they there's, deserve this yeah they're, they're such they pieces of shit so every time something bad happens you like clap your hands <laughs> it's great like and him finally- falling down the stairs when he falls downstairs because the lights <laughs> come on for the first time and they break oh, everything hallelujah <laughs> all of a sudden just like a big blast of light comes through <laughs> Fucking window. Oh yep. my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely classic. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to make sure we were still re- still recording. <laughs> as the mic drops, yeah, literally. Yes, I as I literally <laughs> dropped the mic. Um. So no, Christmas Vacation. Yes, is uh, it's is like stellar. as of two years ago when I watched it for this first time. It is my my all time favorite. I like I watched it a couple times as a kid because it would it was one of those that like would come on all through the season right. and like especially like once TBS became a real thing and it like it would play often on there mm-hmm. and then I was like eh, it's okay and then I think meeting Abe and like because it's his favorite Christmas movie right so we watch it every year when we put the Christmas tree up mm-hmm. and so it's tradition now at this point right but it's so. Good. It really like, and I think I didn't get it as I think the reason, like as a child, is I didn't understand any of the fucking jokes. Like yes. you don't get it. Yes, yeah, that is that is a big part. But like when I watched it for the first time, it warmed my cold, dead heart mm-hmm. because yeah. like like it's at the heart of it, it's so wholesome. Like he just like he's a grump. But he wants to put on a good Christmas for his family. Like, yeah. that's all he wants to do. And I can relate to that so fucking hard. Like, yeah. being the sole breadwinner, you know, uh, working really hard and just wanting to do something nice for your family. And, like, having a big family gathering, hosting something like that. Like, it's it's exciting. Even if you don't fucking like a lot of the people that are coming over. It's still fun and exciting to have, like, a bunch of people in your house and... Yeah. all celebrating you know one holiday and you know giving gifts and shit like it's still fun and like yeah 
It's just like watching all that and then like not getting his bonus. <laughs> I was like, oh man, can we tool. relate to that shit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh man, I feel that. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, yeah, Christmas vacation. Yep. Fucking classic. Yep. Um, so yeah, next category. Um, we did childhood favorites. Um, I, I made up a list of like just general favorites. Cool. Um, there's, I think there's a little bit of crossover from what we discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Christmas Vacation mm-hmm. is on there. Yep. Elf. Um, with Will Elf Ferrell. is good. 20 years this year. Holy shit, yes. it's been 20 years of Elf. Yeah, I the? saw that the other day. Fuck. I was like, oh my God. Like, I am old as shit. Yeah. Um, it's so crazy that John Favreau directed that movie. The amount of stuff that he has done and is yeah. in, I'm like, when does this man sleep? Yeah, like he's never been, he has never slept a day in his life apparently because yeah, he is so. in his hands are in everything just yeah. like um Kevin Feige or whatever his Feige? name is. Yeah. yeah there you go I mean he's more Every, of a producer than yeah. anything uh, so which allows him to but, kind of have yeah. many fires going but um but yeah um so Elf yep uh, Nightmare I mean, Before Christmas yep. we are, already talked about that a little bit Christmas with the Cranks um yeah like it was one. on my list that, too that's, it's that's so a lot of fun. good it's so I mean like and relatable oh my god yeah like for relatable. all those times in your life where you're just like can we just fucking not this year yep like like I just want to go away yeah like I don't want to do the family yeah like I mean we just got ta- right. got done talking about how great you know Christmas is and mm-hmm. Christmas vacation and now we're just like you know what like in that me? same vein with like Christmas with the Cranks um, four Christmases. I I've seen bits and pieces of that. So yeah. I hadn't seen it until like so two nights ago. Okay. Um. Fucking amazing. It's on the same vein okay. of it's um Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, right? And they're going on vacation mm-hmm. because they say they lied to their families and are like, oh, we're doing like work for like needy children in like Africa or some shit, right? And all the planes get canceled. Mm-hmm. They're going on vacation to the beach, like Bermuda or somewhere. Right. And they're in their vacation Hawaiian shirts and all this stuff. And all the planes get canceled and the news comes up to them. And they're live on camera. And they're like, oh, isn't this so sad I, that you're I not going to get to see your family trailer. for Christmas? And they're like, yeah, family. <laughs> um, can you can you not with the cameras? Like, tragic. And then, of course, they get all the phone calls and the family's like, well, you gotta come to our house. And, of course, yeah. both both its parents are, like, you know, separated. So they have to do all four, yeah. both moms, both dads, and they're the family. And it's just fucking chaos. Yeah. Absolute chaos. It was so good. And I put that movie off for so long because Vince Vaughn, he can be funny. Some things are either very hit or miss. Fred Claus. Yeah. I don't know if that's on the list. Whew, we tried watching that one this year. Yeah, it was a miss. I, I haven't tried. It was yeah, a miss. I, it's just a miss. I remember like starting to watch and I was like, I'm not feeling this. And I mm. turned it off. It doesn't get better from there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, Four Christmases. Same in the same vein. Yeah. Um, there is uh, in one of the, uh, I want to say it's maybe the first or second season of Will and Grace. There's a Christmas episode mm. that is very much like that where they do, uh, since there's four of them, they right. do... Uh, yeah, they do All Will's them. family, uh, where his parents are together. Um, they do Jack's mom. Mm. They do, I can't remember if they do something for Karen, but they, they do, uh, Grace's parents who are yeah. together. Um, 
I can't remember what they do for Karen, but it's a, a very similar thing where, yeah, but yeah. that's a, a good one. Um, I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's that. Um, mm-hmm. We already talked about Home Alone. Uh, Krampus. Krampus. With, um, David Koechner and... Um, uh, I always want to say Ben because that I know him as Ben from mm, Parks and mm-hmm, Rec. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Scott. Sorry. There you go. Um, <clears throat> very good. Uh, I guess I could go on the, the horror uh, section as well, yeah. which we'll get to here in uh, just a bit. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Uh, I have still not seen that one yet. Now would be a good time to it, watch it. it. It's, time, it's time to break it out. Yeah. Um, it, it's It's good. Like... It's um, it's a good blend of like, um, like, you know, just the right amount of like superhero stuff mm-hmm. and um, heartfelt, funny, uh, poignant holiday stuff. Love it. And lots of Kevin Bacon. Like you think it's a small cameo. It turns out like he's in there for like probably a collective like 15 minutes or so, 15, 20 minutes. Damn. Um yeah uh it's it's pretty great um nice i I like it a lot um bad santa 2 oh okay not the first one okay i i don't hate it i just will never watch it again because (laughs) (laughs) because the second one so much so this this goes back to the theory that some sequels like there are outliers where the sequel doesn't suck we we did uh i think we did an entire episode a couple years ago back when ted was on um called the sequel was better okay um and we talked we brought up every single instance of Mm -hmm. what uh Mm -hmm. where the sequel was either as good as the first or better than the first Okay. Um, and and uh, this is one of them, <clears throat> for sure. I, mean, I don't know if I've seen the second one. I and would, I think I didn't watch it because I think I just assumed it was going to be a piece of shit. Because you didn't like the first one. The I, first one is fucking sad and depressing as yeah. shit. Like it's but just hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah I didn't yeah. find it very funny at all. That's like, fine. There was that a, is the thing. A yeah. few funny parts. Yeah. But it was just fucking sad. Like yeah. coming from someone who grew up in an alcoholic family. Like I was just like I a little too close to home. Yeah. A little too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so I think that might've had something to do with it. Uh, like I said, there were some genuine funny moments, right. but for the most part, it's just like, like watching this dude drink himself to death. Yeah. Um, but the second one is fucking great. Like him and Kathy Bates are amazing. Like, like she's like ringing her bell. She's like, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. I'm, I'm, uh, Santa Claus's mother or whatever. And like some guy like walks by and, uh, drops, uh, or no, it's like some, some little kid who puts like a, like a, a couple dimes in her bucket, and she looks at him. And he's like, "Greedy little fucker." <laughs> She's the best. Oh my god, I fucking love Kathy Bates. Like she She's can. She's amazing. She could play Batman and be great at it. I want that version. Exactly. I what? Where do we? Can we start this petition? Like, uh, I might as well. I mean, everything has a petition in these days. So yeah, like, her might and as well. Meryl Streep. One plays Batman. One plays Batgirl. Oh my god! I wish I had pull. If anybody has pull and can make this happen, I know. I need. I need this in my life. Yeah, I got that idea from. Uh, do you ever watch Modern Family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was one episode where I think it was. Uh, it was either Cam or um, what's who's his partner? Oh, um, um, Mitchell. 
Yes. Um, yeah. I think it was Cam. He's the bigger guy, right? Yeah. Um, he was at his book club mm-hmm. uh, or something like that. And they were like talking about like a movie adaptation uh, to it. And, and it's like, I just didn't see Meryl Streep as the right choice for that. And he has a talking head. Where he's like, Meryl Streep could play fucking Batman and be the right choice for it. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, Cam. Goddamn right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, Bad Santa two, and the night before the movie with yes. Anthony Mackie. Yes, and, that's uh, on that's on my jo- list. Joseph Gordon-Levitt it and is so um, good. Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah, it is so fucking good. Yeah, the the part, I watch that one at least two or three times a year, every year now. It's it's really good. It's so um, good. The part that always gets me is once they like right before they introduce. Um, What's his name? Um, uh, the guy that's in every single like Seth Rogen movie. Um, oh, um, oh, what's a dick? Um, uh, <laughs> the dick. Fuck. Yes, literally. What's his like, name? Uh, James Franco. Thank you. Yes. Um, where like he accidentally <laughs> switched <laughs> phones with um, Mindy Kaling's yeah. character, and so he's like getting those texts, and he's like. He's like tripping balls on like ass oh, or something. Yeah. He's like, oh my god, this dude's a grower and a shower. <laughs> And then they show the picture, and I, I have mm, hate to say that I've done research. That's James Franco's dick. Oh, I, I like have, I had no doubt because I was that like, that was his I have to know, dick. I have to know right now. Let me let me Google this. I have to find out. Yeah, no, that's what I'm say. Yeah, I'm like, I, oh, hello, I had James no Franco. Doubts. Like, I never I, looked at you that way, but I am now. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I was, I was like, that is something 100% James Franco would be oh, okay signing thousand up percent. With. He's yeah. like, oh, would you like to see more of my day? I can just 24-7 stream and let's go. That's probably what got him in trouble. <laughs> probably. Yeah, unsolicited probably. dicks. Uh, what are you going to do? I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a nice dick. I don't know if I'm mad about it, but um, I'm on Nettler. Right. So what about like the best non-Christmas movie movies movies? Um, so I'm talking about your, uh, your diehards, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Your, your Batman uh, Returns. Right. Um, yep. with the nipples. Yep. Um, right. W- wasn't that the one with the nipple suit? Uh. That was the George Clooney era. That was the George Clooney. So this one was, um, Michael Keaton. So no, it's not. Oh uh, yeah. That's right. Uh, okay. it's, it's not nipples, man. No. <laughs> Not not nipples, Batman. Not not um, not nipples, Batman. Uh, so I have down Harry Potter because yeah, obviously there is, I think Christmas scenes in almost every single one of the movies, um, mm-hmm. except for maybe the last one. But obviously, I mean, so because that's just a continuation of in, the fight, right? It, but in most of the movies, uh, there's like you know they break for Christmas and yeah. they have like a separate scene that shows like the yeah. snow and them breaking for Christmas. But in the Deathly Hollows Part One and Two, like there is like they do celebrate Christmas, mm-hmm. but it's fucking depressing because they're trying to find all the Horcruxes, yeah, and they're doing it alone and Ron yeah. and Harry are fighting, and so it doesn't feel like the Christmas spirit, right? But yeah, like but um, those are definitely even for the people that are like oh they're not Christmas. Well, obviously it's not a Hallmark, you know, Hallmark yeah. ain't showing it during their thousand Christmas movies. They start in July, mm-hmm. but it's such they're such good heartwarming, like bringing everybody together. And it has a Christmas scene in it. Yeah. And like, 
they're very good like christmas time mm-hmm. holiday movies here's another i didn't write this down but i just thought of it mm-hmm. um the holiday um with uh kate winslet and cameron diaz where they switch houses kate oh, winslet lives in um like a, a little cottage like, okay like cottage core we're talking nice um in ooh, the uk somewhere um, and then Cameron Diaz, she's a a popular Hollywood, like she cuts mm-hmm. trailers, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she's got this big ass mansion. And mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, house swapping. Right. Um, it, it's just very wholesome. It's got Jack Black in it. Um, oh. It's, it's, this is like circa the uh, School of Rock. Okay. Um, so it's like Jack Black, like in his, I don't want to say prime because Jack Black is always great. Right. Uh, but it, it's Jack Black in that era. Right. Um, and he's like super charming in this movie, which is fun. Um, he becomes nice. like Kate Winslet's love interest. It, it's just, it's good, wholesome holiday fun. Like it, it's a, it's a good one and it takes place around Christmas. So nice. Yeah. Very much in, in that same vein. Um, this is, uh, more, uh, or this is a series, uh, not a movie, but we're going to include it anyways, because fuck it. Um, but Hawkeye, the series, okay. the Hawkeye series that came out last year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that came out around Christmas time, uh, the the series did, and it takes place like the week of Christmas. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a good so one. So in that same vein, Iron Man 3. Yes, Christmas Iron Man movie. 3. Did, yep. did I, yep. I, I know, I think we talked about it earlier and i guess i just forgot to bring it up now but yes uh, iron man 3 yep takes place around christmas time yep therefore so. it's a christmas movie yes therefore it's a christmas movie and then Step Brothers, because there is a christmas scene oh, where they're decorating the tree yeah and he's like putting ornaments on the tree and he, uh his mom's like uh, Brennan, um, your therapist called. She says that she's not in love with you and that you need to schedule another therapy session. And she's like, that's what she said. She's such a, she's such a goofball. And, and then it, their dad is like, uh, I'm going to the Cheesecake Factory to get a drink. And they're like, but it's Christmas Eve. And he's like, oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> he walks out the fucking door. <laughs> And then he comes home, and then they're fucking sleepwalking again. <laughs> he's got the Hulk hands. He's beating the shit out of them. I'm going to wake him up. No, you can't wake up sleepwalkers. Oh, that's a mess. <laughs> they beat the shit out of him and push him <laughs> down the fucking stairs. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Oh, that is um, hilarious. Yes. Um... Also, I think The Exorcist, sort of, <laughs> like, it takes place around Christmas. Uh, okay. But, um... Okay. Like, I just read the book, uh, or reread the book. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think there's more Christmas talk in the book, but, um... Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Um, that's kind of all I had time for, for the, the, like, the, that realm of yeah. Christmas. Do you have anything... I don't list? think I have anything else to add except. So this was on one of the lists when I was doing research for this because I actually did yes, my research, research this time. Mm. Uh, I came prepared. Look you at me. did. Hmm. Uh, and I didn't realize this, but now that I think about it, it is a Christmas movie, and this is not gonna be a wholesome 
together movie. Mm-hmm. Eyes Wide Shut is a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember see- when I was l- looking up, you know, like... Loosely. And then once I started thinking about it, I was like, oh, my God, it is. Dun, 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 dun. What is the password? The password is password. That was for the house. What is the room password? I don't know it. Trick question. There is no password for the room. That movie is so fucked up. It, it yeah, it is. But very surprisingly, much so. not the most fucked up Stanley Kubrick movie. I'd say it's yeah. it, it's got to be Clockwork Orange. Oh, absolutely, hands down. Yeah, like hands down. I I can't believe I like I used to watch that movie and like like not be phased mm-hmm. by my, like I just I'd be like okay, this is a movie, but mm-hmm. like I watched it uh, like uh, a couple years ago I. Um, got a, a Blu-ray uh, Stanley Kubrick pack. It was mm-hmm. um, 2001 Space Odyssey. Nice. Um, the Shining and yep. Clockwork Orange. Yep. And so, you know, watched all three. And I was like, like I, I rewatched Clockwork Orange and I was like, I don't remember this being so fucked up. Like, well, it was very fucked up, friend. Very yeah, fucked up. God, it, it, it is it is rough Beyond. to watch in Beyond. places. Yeah. Fucked up. Um, Makes me really uh, question the morals of my um, British literature teacher in high school who let me read the book <laughs> and do a book report on it uh-huh. because um, Anthony Burgess, the author of the book, is British. Um, and I did it as a joke, like I, or like we were supposed to submit our request for what yeah. we wanted to do. Um, and I, I was like, you know, I, I'm going to take a stab at it. He's going to say no, but it'll be fun. It'll, yeah. it'll be a Might fun well story to, yeah. to tell later. And uh, he was like, no, I'm really looking forward to see what angle you take with your thesis. And I was like, what's your angle here? <laughs> <laughs> what what angle are you looking for there, sir? <laughs> right. Um, Can I interest you in an angle? I have an angle. Do you have one? I would like one. Little bits. <laughs> Put it in your mouth, you fucking piece of shit. I'm just kidding. We got a little pizza, a little lasagna. For your little mouth. For your little mouth. Put it in your mouth. Little bits. bits. Mm. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Those are really the the only Rick and Morty episodes I Mm -hmm. I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. The rest is like background noise. It's fine. Anyways. um, But speaking of Rick and Morty, their Christmas episode, that is like the first... Uh, first mm. season. Uh, what the fuck is it called? Anatomy Park. It's Anatomy Park. Oh, okay. But it's a Christmas, Christmas themed episode. I think I remember where. Yeah, it. Jerry's parents come over and. Okay. They have a new friend that is helping them out to help them in their nice old age, and it's just a black dude that's fucking the mom the entire time because they're now in an open relationship and everything is nice and open. <laughs> And it's so fucking good. Oh my god! But it is a Christmas episode, so if you need that type of Christmas, there I you go. thought the series took a weird, not necessarily dark, but like sad turn. Oh yeah. When he when the dad left, mm-hmm. I was like, this just got unnecessarily sad. Like I tuned in to watch this show for some fucking laughs, and it's that shit gets se- dark real quick. Yeah, I was like, why are you doing this to me? 
Like, I'm trying to like you, Rick and Morty. I'm trying. I'm making a valiant effort here to like you, and you're not helping your cause by kicking the dad out, like, who's done nothing wrong, and you're forcing him out of the family. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? That's just... <laughs> it gets worse from there. Oh, good. Good to yeah. know. <laughs> good to just know that I stopped. <laughs> like, um... Yeah. I'll, it, um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep on with my family guy. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's fair. It's fair. Um, so, yeah, so there's that. Uh, we did we did that's those. And really, then... You know, with all this debate of is Die Hard a Christmas movie, I thought there'd be a lot more movies, like, on lists and things, mm-hmm. so I didn't have to think real hard <laughs> about that category. Right. It, there's not... Yeah. I was very sad because I was like, I'm going to come up with all these great things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I got nothing. Yeah. That was the end of that rant. Cool. All right, cool. <laughs> Cut that. It's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. So, um, do, do you have any, like... Oh, I guess we kind of touched on this already. You talked about how uh, all the, the movies, as far as traditions go, like you have your tradition of putting up the tree mm-hmm. and watching mm-hmm. Christmas Vacation. Um, we, mm-hmm. I, I like to watch uh, when it gets close to Christmas, like maybe either Christmas Eve Eve or Christmas Eve. I will uh, like twenty four hours day, of a like Christmas 23rd story, third and twenty fourth. I have never seen that movie, and that is the hill that I will die on. I will never, ever watch that fucking movie. Really? Because that kid has the most punchable fucking face <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. <laughs> I hate it is so Is his much. name Todd? <laughs> Todd and er, Dylan and Cameron and Kyle and Tucker and Todd. Todd. <laughs> Fuck Tucker. Tucker sucks. Um, yeah, no, I, I, interesting. I just, how did you avoid 24 hours of a Christmas story? I turned TBS off. <laughs> I, I will say else. it was one of those movies that I didn't like in the beginning and I fucking love it now. Okay. Like I didn't like it. Like my uncles love, my uncle loved that movie. Mm-hmm. And so they all loved it. And I was like, okay. And then this won't mean anything to you cause you haven't seen it. But for everybody else that has seen it. There, my cousin was obsessed with that movie and we were eating dinner and had, there were mashed potatoes on the plate and there's a scene where the younger brother, they won't, he won't eat anything. Mm-hmm. And the younger brother's like, and the mom's like, come on, like you eat, eat your mashed potatoes like a little, good little piggy. And the kid just dives in with his mouth and starts making pig noises and eats and snorts like yeah. the the mashed potatoes and my cousin did that at the dinner table and was like i need to know what this shit is <laughs> like i have to know so that year and then from then on out it's 20 it was always okay. 24 hours of christmas story that's cool and so i still always watch it once a year they made a sequel yeah the christmas two or three story story yeah or something weird it's amazing okay it, cool. it 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 has all the original cast except for the mom and the dad because the actual actor of the dad died and mm-hmm. the mom's way too old and wasn't gonna work. Right. Um but the replacement mom is fantastic. All the kids are in it. Cool. All the kids that were in it, they're in it and it's a fantastic story. And I thought it was gonna be a huge piece of shit. 
I might like it better than the original, to be honest. Wow, and that, that says a praise. lot. Yeah, that is high I praise for a, uh, a sequel that came out like 30 years. 30 after. years, yeah. Yeah, like I'd say 98% of cases where they make a sequel, like not like a retcon sequel, mm-hmm. Where they made a thousand movies and they're like, never mind. Yeah, two never mind. Those ones exist. Count. This is the next number two. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about the first one came out in the 70s. They're making the sequel in 2023. Yep. Um, or 2020. Yeah. Um, I know what year it is. Uh, <laughs> I know Numbers don't matter here. It's fine. I know what things are. No, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, I'd say 98% of the time, those situations, those movies are dead on arrival. So it's good to know. Like, I remember there being relatively high praise for it. It was when it really out, good. So. And I wanted to give it shit. Because I was like, there's no way. And then I right. re- and then I read, I was like, all the original cast come on. And Abe was like, well, let's just give it a shot. Fucking amazing. Did Abe like it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It, it now... We've watched that one so far this year. We haven't watched A Christmas Story. And I don't know if I'll actually watch A Christmas Story this year. Because I saw the second one. So, therefore, I can now interchange them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. Um, But, yeah. So, as far as series go. So, like, uh, this is not a hard and fast rule. But I I think I've done I think I did it last year. Maybe the year before as Mm -hmm, well. But, mm -hmm. like, on the 23rd, um, that night, I will watch all Christmas episodes of Parks and Rec. Nice. And then on the 24th, Christmas Eve, I will watch all Christmas episodes of The Office. Nice. Because um, Peacock does a, a, a cool thing where they line them up for you. So oh, nice. Play. Hulu's doing that too. And it yeah. makes it life so much fucking easier. Uh, yeah. yeah. Instead of having to. Yeah. I yeah. mean, white people problems, really. Where, I mean, fair. Know, having to hit the back button and then navigate to the next season. I will say we were trying to find the Festivus episode of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking nightmare to try to find it. It's because it's literally in like the last season of uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's like the but last I googled the like I googled which one it was in yeah, and it was still a nightmare to get to that episode because I think it's on Netflix and Netflix doesn't do the holiday like everything in a row right for yeah. the series no because Netflix fucking sucks sucks it does oh yeah. my god I think we're gonna get rid of it uh, um, I don't un- yeah like we pay the most for Netflix mm-hmm. uh, out of any streamers that we have. And we use it the least, least. amount. Yep. Um, yeah. Although Abe's been going down the Netflix like original movie rabbit hole, so I okay. guess we're gonna keep it for a while. Some know. of them are good. Some you of them know, are good. Like, like I mean, Netflix—they were the OG in like original content. Mm-hmm. Like they were the name of the game. Yeah. When it came to and, original and, and content, they were like, in terms of series and they just movies. And didn't keep up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they. Well, I mean. Like they I, greenlit everything is the problem. Yes, yeah. Like they they get gave like everyone carte blanche mm-hmm. um, to make whatever. Like because they would have people sign contracts and then like they would like be under contract. And be like, oh, well, since I'm gonna get paid anyways, it doesn't matter what the quality is. So yeah, it's just gonna be crap. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad people are leaving Netflix like directors. Yeah, because the, like Mike Flanagan. He's leaving Netflix because uh, they won't fucking let him or anyone else uh, release their stuff on DVD. Which is also weird because they release certain things on yeah. DVD. Like, yeah, it's like, like we've Stranger got Stranger things. things. Yeah. There's something else that we have that was um, a Netflix only that I had. And I was like, 
why aren't they doing more of this? Like, release your shit, people. Yeah. Yeah, like, the only exception is if it's not a, like, a Netflix exclusive, but it was released on Netflix. Yeah. So, like, The Haunting of Hill House that uh, and The Haunting of Bly Manor, those both got physical releases because they were... Um, not like a They Netflix were distributed exclusive. by Paramount. Oh. Um, and, like, I don't know if they were, like, the producers or what, but, like, they... Um, Paramount had a hand in like the, I think the physical distribution of it. Um, so that's how he was able to get around it. But like Gerald's game and Hush, which just recently left cause the contract was up. So hopefully that'll get a physical release here soon. Um, but yeah, a bunch of other stuff. So let's do another tangent, shall we? Sure. Did you see the news where all the stuff on the PlayStation network like, if you bought movies or TV shows, but you technically bought them on the PlayStation Store, they're getting rid of, like, 1,500 titles of things. Oh, yeah. Off of the PlayStation. And it's just going to be gone. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter that you bought it and you mm-hmm. downloaded it. Just is... fucking gone. Yeah, so I... So I'm hoping that this brings back the resurgence of physical media. Mm-hmm. Like, hard and fast. Because yeah. I'm tired of going into Target and there being no fucking DVDs and movies. Uh, yeah, because it pisses Buy. me off. Best, Best Buy, Buy is well, a great, yeah. uh, like at least the one here in Murfreesboro. Yeah, um, they're great because uh, like I'll go in and they'll have new releases. They'll have old stuff. They got a bunch. Of, like they have a huge anime section. Wow. Um, they have TV series. They have a great 4K Blu-ray selection. So if you you know have you know if you like 4K like me, um. But yeah, uh, no, that's, uh, I, that rings a bell, the, the mm-hmm. instance with the, with Sony PlayStation. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it doesn't surprise me because, uh, like Ted told me about that, um, old podcast co-host. Um, he, uh, a couple years ago, like he, he told me like, uh, I didn't know, um, that like you even if you buy a digital copy you don't own it like, yeah they could for whatever reason decide to just rip it away one day yep and you can't do shit about it um don't like it they can't come to your fucking house and take your dvd selection they can't do that yeah. so you need to know the importance of physical media yeah it's really fucking important. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, don't let it die, people. No. Nope. Keep it alive. Yeah. Um, anyways. What else you got? So, uh, so yeah, those two shows, and then I talked about Hawkeye. That was kind of tangentially related in there. And then, I guess, you want to close out with horror? Sure. Yeah. Um, I still, can I can I do some real quick honorable oh, mentions? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That we didn't get to? Uh... I don't care about that one. Uh, Office Christmas Party. Fucking hilarious. Bad Mom's Christmas. Oh, yeah. That might one. be my new favorite of everything. Oh, my God. I, that I movie love, is so I love the Bad good. Moms. I, I, isn't there... There's only two of them, right? There's I the think first so. One, I think it's only a bad, mom, bad Moms and Bad Moms Christmas. Yeah, they're both fucking great. Like, yep. uh, Lindsay and I, I remember we went to go see the first one in theaters and it might have been right when she was either pregnant or like Charlie was very little. Mm-hmm. And and so we like I could like 
I could like a uh, kind of relate. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm not a mom, but as right. a parent and being married to a mom, um, counts. Uh, I'm like Blink 182 in that way. I'm into moms. Um, and uh, yeah, it, those movies are fucking hysterical. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. Those two are uh, on the rotation all the time. Mm-hmm. And then Fat Man. Cause yeah, I still need to great. watch that. So good. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Horror. Let's do yeah. horror. Um, I actually don't have a lot. Like, I, I ran out of a time. Lot. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot more Christmas horror movies than I thought. Mm-hmm. Man, a lot of them look like trash. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you make note of all of those or did you just kind of make note of the ones? That the ones you- that I like. Okay. I didn't make notes of a lot of them. Um, if you just Google Christmas horror movies, because that that's all I really did. Oh, yeah. There's there's a ton there's out there. There's a shit ton. But and I was like, it, uh, they don't even. But it's like B-level stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they all look, they all look B-rolls. Um. So let's see. So I put this is like this is more like action horror, I guess, but Violent okay. Night. We were talking about yeah, this. Um, so good. Yeah, with uh, David Harbor, the yep. one that came out last year where he plays Santa. Yeah, it's uh, completely subverted my expectations. It was not what I was thinking mm-hmm. uh, it would be, but in the best way possible. But it's but like I'm happy that they did. I'm happy that it wasn't what I yeah. what I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. I'm happy it went the other way. Yeah. And I won't ruin it so that people can watch right. it and enjoy it. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah like I said, it's not necessarily horror, but horror adjacent. Yeah. It's it's more like, you know, horror action. Yeah. Action horror. Um, better watch out. Uh, have you have you seen this movie? Better watch out. It is. I don't know. Um, oh, I don't remember it should be streaming somewhere right now, probably. Um, but uh, it, it's about the um, the teenage girl who uh, she babysits um, this kid. Uh, he's like thirteen or fourteen, mm-hmm. um, and it's like it's close to Christmas. It's like Christmas Eve or uh, Christmas Eve Eve, um, and it's it's difficult to talk about um because it's got a great twist to it okay uh, let's see i'll just don't give away the twist better watch out i'll just pull it up on imdb and then i'll read the synopsis okay uh on a quiet suburban street a babysitter babysitter must defend a 12 year old boy from intruders only to discover it is far from a normal home invasion that is pretty accurate without giving anything away. Yep. Um, another synopsis is when you think suburbs, you think safety. But this holiday this holiday night, the suburbs are anything but safe. Ashley, uh, played by Olivia DeJong, De, mm-hmm. De, De Jong, uh, sorry, uh, Olivia, um, thought this babysitting job would be an easy night. But the night takes a turn when dangerous intruders break in and terrorize her and Luke, played by Levi Miller, the 12-year-old she's watching. Ashley defends her her charge to the best of her defends her charge. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, the best of her ability, uh, only to discover this is no normal home invasion. Okay, so basically just a, a weirdly version, weirdly ver- worded version of the first one. Um, 
yeah, so it's got a great twist. Uh, looks like it's streaming a bunch of places. AMC Plus, Peacock, Pluto, Prime, Tubi. Ooh. Um, so you have your pick. Um, nice. Highly, highly recommend. Okay. Um, mostly for horror fans. If you are, if you call yourself a horror fan and you're willing to watch almost anything horror, go for it. If you are like, I like horror, and what you really like is like Hocus Pocus, maybe skip it. Okay. Um, Because okay. like after the twist hits, which is about halfway through, uh-huh. uh, it starts to get really fucked up. Um, and there's one particular death that is pretty gruesome. Um, I'll tell you about it off air so we don't spoil uh or i won't tell you at all if you don't want to be spoiled um but yeah uh better watch out highly recommend nice um and then christmas bloody christmas this is definitely in the realm of b level like bad on purpose okay but it's actually pretty good like so it is about these decommissioned um like artificial intelligence robots that uh, were used uh, by the military. They were decommissioned to look like um, uh, they dressed them up like Santa and yeah. gave them like different voice boxes. Uh, so they were like the the animatronic Santas. Yeah, like, kind of similar to stuff that you'd see in in the store that like, right. you know is motion censored and you walk by and like it's like ho 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 Merry Christmas whatever. So kind of like that, but a little bit more creepy. Um, and then all of course. Of course, they become sentient and all obviously, and they uh, and one goes on on a muck and just starts killing people. Um, it's fucking incredible. It, it's like it reminded me a lot of like uh, or Violent Night reminded yeah. me a lot like this, where uh, except like it's just one bad guy and it's a fucking animatronic Santa Claus that's going on a, a murderous rampage. It's amazing. Um, so if you're into like B style horror, um, it, it's it's pretty good. Okay, I enjoyed it. So I'm down. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's other stuff that you know I'll end up kicking myself in the ass for forgetting right after we're done recording. But uh, fair. Yeah. Um, there's um, Santa Slay. I've heard of it, and probably because I talked about it. Um, but it's got Bill Goldberg in it, and he's Santa. Bill Goldberg. Fran Drescher's in it for a very hot minute. So if okay. you're if she is not your cup yeah. of tea, because her voice is a little annoying, mm-hmm. she ain't in there very long. But let me tell you, if you don't like her, you need to watch this movie. <laughs> she gets um, the axe. Yeah. This is, okay, so Santa Slay is basically what you thought Violent Night was going to be. Okay. And it's fantastic. I'm not saying it's a good movie. Is it Slay as in the Slay or S-L-A-Y? S-L-A-Y. Ooh. Play on words. Mm-hmm. But it's good. It's it's not one that we watch like every year or anything like that. But it's a, it's a good one. Okay. If for nothing else, the opening scene. Okay. And after the opening scene, it kinda, it's still really good. Mm-hmm. That opening scene is fucking killer. And I literally can't give anything away because it ruins anything if I talk about it. Sure. But it's fantastic. Right on. Um, 
there's also one. Uh, all the creatures were stirring. And it's a little weird. Okay. Um, definitely weird. a B movie. Okay. But basically, um, people are working in like an office around Christmas time and they're all given different gifts. And they all pretty much turn into, they're all murder weapons. Okay. And they're told that they have to like, think of Saul meets Christmas kind of a thing. And like, except they're pitting people against each other. That and so sounds, it's like. That sounds like a, a Christmas themed version of, um, oh shit, what was that movie uh, I watched recently? Anyways, it, keep going. I'll, I'll try and find it. But yeah, it's, it, it, it's been a few, a couple of years since we've, I've watched it. So the, I remember enjoying it. And I remember, I remember we bought it on a whim. Okay. And we were just like, let's fucking try it. Mm-hmm. And it, it paid off. It paid off really good. It's uh, it's called the Belco experiment. So like it's, okay. it's an office setting. Okay. Like, it kind of reminds you of like Amazon because like you see yeah, office yeah, yeah, workers yeah. and there's like warehouse workers yeah. as well. And everyone looks kind of dead inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and like there's a voice that comes over the intercom that's like... Uh, uh, we're locking the doors um, and setting a timer for one hour. And in one hour, uh, one person has to die. Mm, okay. And then they make it that far. And then they're like, we're setting another timer in 60 minutes or two hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 30 of you must die. And if you don't kill 30 of you guys, Half of you are going to die. <laughs> um, it's a uh, yeah, uh, it's a very interesting like experimental movie like that. Nice. Uh, so if you enjoy the movies like like the um, the battle royale type mm-hmm. movies like mm-hmm. battle royale, yeah, and the Hunger Games. I yeah. know that's not necessarily horror, but let's face it, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um, those those types of movies. Interesting. Um, it's very much like that. Okay. Um, it's got. Uh, if you've seen Hush, the Mike Flanagan movie, um, the, um, the, the home invader, um, with the, the white mask, that guy's in it. Um, the, uh, the weird annoying older doctor in Scrubs, um, that has the weird <laughs> face. I can't oh, remember his yeah. name. Oh my God, I can't. Um, He's got, that's another very punch. John, it's not John C. O'Reilly. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I think so. I think that's it. John C. Really? Maybe? Yes. Uh, no, you're close. John C. McKinley. McKinley. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, he plays like a piece of shit in everything that he's in. He's a very he good does. character. He does. He's actor. very good at it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's very good. He's very good at it. Yeah. But yes. Yes, he does. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. sorry. That, like I said, Belko experiment. It's like what you just described. Yeah. Um, but no, <laughs> no holiday theme. Yeah. It, so this one, yeah, I remember it being good. And then Anna and the Apocalypse. Oh, I uh, I saw that pop up on Rotten Tomatoes uh, uh, when I was scrolling it's through. It's really, really good. Okay. Um, to and so that I don't give anything away, I just have the the synopsis for it. Um, when the zombie apocalypse hits the sleepy town of Little Haven at Christmas, 
Teenager Anna and her high school friends have to fight, sing, and dance to survive with the undead horde all around them. Teaming up with her best friend John, Anna has to fight her way through the zombified snowmen, Santas, elves, and Christmas shoppers to get across town to high school where they'll be safe. Tangent. High school is never safe. <laughs> but they soon discover that being a teenager is just as difficult as staying alive. <laughs> At the end of the world. <laughs> nice yeah it's uh, it's fan fucking tastic like it is fucking amazing uh we haven't watched it in a while we need to watch it again but it's it's really really good it's um to it's streaming on prime amc plus and roku uh yeah i i have amc plus uh and therefore i have shutter so um Mm. i also uh, i've been seeing ads for uh it's a wonderful knife um i've seen the poster for it but i don't actually know what they've i I guess they've been doing a lot of promotion for it because like i've been seeing it a lot and i think it's i don't think it's even out yet i think it comes out on the 8th maybe um yeah because the 8th is a friday so that would make sense um but yeah uh yeah like i said i've seen a lot of promo for it um so We'll hopefully give it a stab. I uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I like to, I like to see Thanksgiving. Um, I want to see that too. Uh, I, I was kind of hoping that they would do like a limited theater run and then drop it in time for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, it was one of those that I think I should have went to the theater to see it Mm -hmm. i don't even know if it's still out but then it was thanksgiving and i kind of forgot about it it's i mean i think it it should have two weeks ago it was but it it, but it came out like right at thanksgiving like Mm -hmm. i wish it had come out a couple weeks before because i do love giving thanksgiving its time and its due yeah and like celebrating thanksgiving Mm -hmm. but and now I feel like it's just Christmas time, so I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. but I still want to see it. Right. Uh, let's see. Oh, there we go. Uh, oh, uh, It's a Wonderful Knife is out. Um, oh, excellent. Uh, the AMC app was having a real hard time loading, uh, but it loaded finally, and yeah, it says play, so I'm assuming that it's available. <laughs> That generally means that uh, you can watch it now. Generally, yes. I, I've come to learn that when it says play, you can in fact play it. So that's that's good to know. Fair enough. Um, I learned something new today. Right? Um, you really do learn something new every day. Uh, do um, is, is that it? Do we do we want to move on to our shit that doesn't suck, or do we have any any other Christmas um, movie stuff to take I, care of? I think I think I think we got it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Okay, there's a lot of fucking Christmas movies out there, right. and Hallmark. <laughs> I don't know what factory they have. How the they can make the factory. same movie forty different ways every year, but I do enjoy the best part of the Hallmark movies. And if you love that stuff, great. That's fine. I'm not I'm not shitting on you for liking them. Like it just ain't my cup of tea. Right. However, the memes that are out now, where it's like instead of uh, instead of the city boy coming to the to the farm for the first time since you know coming back from you know for Christmas mm-hmm. like 
send the farm girl to the fucking city and let's see what fucking happens. Like, let's see her get mugged. Let's see them, like, get ripped apart in New York. Right. Like, I want to see the city girl go to the city and, or the country girl go to the city and get her fucking shit tore up. Like, Jason I takes w- Manhattan, takes Christmas. Thank you. I'm here for that. But all, but there's a shit ton of memes like that. Okay. And I fucking love every single one of them. That's awesome. So, yeah. I have not seen those. Uh, you'll have to send me a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to send you a few. They're pretty good. They're pretty yeah. good. My memes are just mostly really fucked up stuff. And the That's, Hard Times articles. It's fair. The Hard Times, yeah. Yeah. I do a lot of the Instagramming and the the memes. And I the, got you. Yeah. Yeah. Love that cool. shit. Uh, cool. Shit that doesn't suck. Shit that doesn't suck. I've been playing a lot of um, Spider-Man 2 lately. Nice. Um, that's definitely shit that doesn't suck. That It's fucking phenomenal. Like, the story, like, like the, the story for the first one was great. The story for Miles was great. This is, like, on a whole other fucking level. Like, I feel like I'm just playing a movie. Nice. Like, I mean, it's, it's like, the right amount of challenging. Like, the other night, I was getting a little unnecessarily frustrated. <laughs> As you do with gaming. That's right. why I don't game. Um, yeah, like, I was very tempted. Also, okay, so it's... Here it comes, folk. Buckle in. Um, no, it, it was just funny. Like, the game was being a dick to me on purpose. Like, it took me... Uh, I, w- I was battling Mr. Negative, And I think it took me, like, 20 tries. Like, I died 20 times before I beat him. And at one point, I died so often that a pop-up came on the screen and it was like, you can adjust the difficulty settings in the main (gasps) menu. And I was like, you fucking dick. (laughs) Like, don't tell me my business. Mm -hmm. So I went and adjusted the settings. No, I'm just kidding. I I was like, fuck you. I'm going to keep playing and beat this shit. So I did. Uh, I eventually got it. But um, yeah, that game is is fucking incredible. Um, Yeah. And so I've been playing that and then uh, still been writing a bunch. Um, I can uh, safely say this on the podcast because Lindsay doesn't listen. Um, She knows that I'm doing this, but she doesn't know the content. Um, I'm writing her some fan fiction for Christmas as a Christmas gift. Because we're giant fucking nerds. I mean, absolutely. Um, She really, she likes a little bit of everything. Yeah. But mostly like Marvel stuff is what she's into. And she likes the, what's called Winter Shock. Uh, It's a pairing between uh, the Winter Soldier and I don't know, I can't remember where the shock part comes from, Uh, but it's Darcy Lewis, um, which was Jane Foster's like research assistant and um, uh, and, uh, uh, intern from the Thor movies. Um, That's good. I like that. They got up, they got it's like a, a huge fan favorite like pairing i'd, I'd um, watch that be, I, and i th- because for a couple reasons because they don't really have any scenes together i don't yeah. think at all in, yeah, no. in any of the movies yeah um and then they uh it's just a fun uh dichotomy 
um, b- between the two of them. Like they're very different personalities. So people love to write the fan fiction to have them be like, nice. you know, butting heads, but then they fall in love. Right. Um, so I am, I had a, I just like yesterday I had a idea. So um, I had some downtime at work. So I started writing it and all of a sudden, like, I started writing it yesterday and I already have like almost 6,000 6, words written. Jesus. <laughs> fan fiction is so easy to write though that it's like, and I'm not saying that it's easy and I'm not negating that, I, I know but it's like saying. you can get, you're not always having to come up with new characters and new themes. So yes. you can just be like, oh, this is the direction we're to go. And you can just like go yeah. for forever. Yeah. That, because you don't have to like the, the brain block, like the writer's block doesn't happen yeah, as because easily like, half the work is already done exactly like the characters already exist yeah. you already have existing stories from the comics and the movies yeah. uh, uh or tv shows to pull from there's a lot of inspiration so you just kind of let your imagination run wild with it whereas with stories that you write completely from your imagination everything is you're doing you have to build every single piece from the ground up Um, so doing that, like, uh, writing both, like writing, you know, um, creative fiction, you know, that's not based on anything. And this little piece of fan fiction is giving me so much more respect for writers and authors. Mm -hmm. Um, makes me want to like slow down and like spend more time with books and audio books and not like burn through them so quickly. Because it feels a little insulting when I spend like two months writing like a, a 15,000 word short story. Right. And someone burns through it in like a half hour. And I'm like, like, I know. I have it. Like, like it, it that doesn't it, really it's mean like, anything. Oh, but oh, look at me about to bring it back around. It's like you've done all this shopping for Christmas. And then like four seconds later, it's just wrapping paper everywhere. And nobody gives a shit anymore. You're like. I spent a month on this. What is happening? Why is this already done? Yeah, that's that's a very good way to bring it back around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I said, uh, there's that. I also watched Bullet Train, uh, finally. Uh, oh my God, it's so good. God, it's so... It's all so the, All the Thomas, Thomas and Friends references. Yeah. I died because, you know, Charlie, oh, yeah, my yeah. son, he oh, fucking yeah. loves trains. Like, it is a fucking lifestyle. It's not a phase. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and his quest to, like, find the diesel uh, during the whole movie, like, cracked me up. Like, yep. Because, like, I, I understood, like, all the references to all the different trains. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I want to show this to Charlie, like, so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he'd get a kick out of it. Yeah. So um anyways what do you got yeah bullet train is fantastic um it's not much but it's pump um the new south park i think we talked about the last time but i don't think yeah, it was on the podcast um but south park joining the panda first their new special that's on paramount mm-hmm. if you like to shit on disney because disney is just currently ruining everything mm-hmm. this is the episode for you Okay. You don't necessarily even need to know anything about South Park, except it's four little kids that are all kind of shit, and Cartman's the biggest piece of shit. That's what why and South just Park watch is it. so great, is because it's very accessible. Like, every yeah. single episode. Oh, yeah. You can just kind of dive in. And it's, it's just, they're just shitting on Disney, and it's kind of fantastic. Like, <clears throat> and it's the whole... 
including everybody has to be accounted for and everybody, the whole, we've taken PC to the nth degree kind of a thing. Right. And it's South Park, so they're shitting on it because South Park's never going to do that. And that's why I love them. Um, Did you say it was on Paramount or is it HBO? Paramount. Okay, I, I was looking for it. I see... I see something about post-COVID, uh, the return of COVID. Yeah. Um, Joining the Pandaverse. Joining it's the got Pandaverse? It's got women on the front. Oh, okay. This one. Yep. Gotcha. Adding it to my list. Cool. It's... So it's good. Fucking amazing. Okay. Love it. Excellent. If you don't like South Park in the at all category, you may not like it. But it like I said, me, you don't need a lot of reference to it. So. Yeah, it, it took it's only been a around thirty episodes years, cool. to, to get in into it but i remember um like i think it might have been the very first episode with the aliens <laughs> yeah yeah um, that's the first one. I, oh my god i'm gonna butcher the line um but it was like when the cow was inside out and he's like yeah like i i've heard cows are supposed to be inside out from time to time <laughs> like i remember at that exact moment i fucking lost my yep. shit Yep. I was like, okay, I think I can get it into this show. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, um, yeah. And I've it's just a lot. Made, I've just made, yeah, it, it's just not going to do it. But. Like you said, it, it's all, there's just so much of it. There it, is It's so kind much. of intimidating. If you haven't been, I will say it only takes casually viewing with a little binging about six months to get through the series. <laughs> But we, but that wasn't an everyday thing because I just mm-hmm. did a rewatch of it last year. Yeah. Finished, sorry, last year. I think I finished this year. Fuck, I love that show. Yeah. And I always have. It's very And funny. I always will. But man, yeah, the new one, all the new stuff off the fucking chain. Mm-hmm. It, every time I'm like, oh, it's South Park. I'm like, it's South Park. Like, they can't do any better. Holy shit, they proved me wrong. Yeah. It's because they always pull from what's going on yeah, at they the do. time. And what's always going on is always fucking batshit banana pants. Yep. Crazy. Um, like, there's never a dull moment in life. Like, something fucked up is always going on. Yeah, so oh, yeah. They, they got a lot of material to pull from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's my shit that doesn't suck. Nice. Part. Yeah. Um, no, I need to get back on that train. I've been... Uh, another thing that's been on my list forever is Twin Peaks. It's taken me like three weeks to get through the fucking pilot. Um, of what? Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. I've never... Okay, are you doing... Is it a new one? Or the no, it's, original? it's not the reboot. I, okay. I haven't watched the original. I haven't um, watched the original either. Yeah. I, have, I, 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 just, I know a lot of people that are obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a very like... But I haven't. Ride and die show. Like the yeah. people that love it, like fucking love it um so uh, yeah uh it, it's it's interesting i'm not a huge david lynch fan yeah um i do find his direction interesting uh it, it's just different yeah so it takes some getting used to um it's like he's like okay i'm gonna have my actors act like no fucking no one else in the entire world like these are basically like aliens that have like come from outer space and inhabited human form. 
Like, mm. that's what it feels like. Yeah, um, basically. How they interact with each other. But uh, that's just David Lynch for you. Nice. You how you try it? Cool. Uh, I guess that's it, right? I think so. Cool. I think we did Christmas. Yeah. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. As usual, thank you and I'm sorry. Um, uh, don't forget to follow us on the social medias and like and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, donate to our Patreon if you're feeling super generous and want to give us a Christmas gift uh, this holiday season. That would be uh, ex- uh, extra spectacular. Um, I think that's going to be it. As always, be kind, stay kinky, and eat lots of cheesecake. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.